right, and welcome back to the We Out Here podcast with Conti and Carlo. I'm Conti, and I'm joined, as always, by Carlo Brown. How are you doing today, man? How, how What you got for the people? I'm excited to be here, as always. Hope everybody is enjoying themselves, you know, just coming off of a weekend. It's a Monday. How was your weekend, sir? Uh, it was good. Went out. Uh... Went out for a little bit on uh, Saturday. That was it. I don't think I did anything else. If I did, I don't remember anything uh, more exclusive than that. So that was about it. What about you? Yeah, it was pretty good, man. So I took the opportunity to just kick it. You know, sometimes you got to do that. So what was it, two weeks ago? We were up at Racket Lake, you and I, with Ace, his wife, and my brother. Word. And uh, we ended up going on a hike, and it was very beautiful and nice. Mm-hmm. So locally, we have a lot of stuff like that here in western Massachusetts. But I went to a place called Mount Tom. It's a state park in Holyoke. It's a mountain. And you can hike up it. But I didn't hike up the whole mountain. I just went on to one of the trails, took a good book with me. It was a nice fall day. Found me a nice rock. And literally just read in the woods for a few hours. It was a good vibe with all the fall colors because we're here in October. And October, the leaves were still on the trees, but they were still turning color. So it was the perfect scenery. I swear, I kid you not, it was almost out of a Disney movie. <laughs> you know, how you're walking through the woods and then you see the light shining down onto yeah. like a tree stump through the forest. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. the way the light was hitting the rock. And, I've- you know, it just spoke to me and I just went and had a seat. Red. It's nice out there, man. It's nice out there. It's so that's peaceful, cool. man. And that's the shit that I needed. Um, you know, I just needed the time to decompress. Um, you know, you expressed that I was kind of getting mad during traffic when we were stuck in traffic and I was kind of <laughs> getting mini version of road rage. And uh, you know, I just I can't live my life like that. I'm thinking about Ari and how he was, what was that, season eight when he and his wife divorced? Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't be behaving like that. Word. Yeah, you got to uh you can't let stuff that's out of your control bother you, man. It's hard to, it's hard. It's hard to do, but it's not worth it. It's easy to get frustrated and I naturally have that temperament ever since I was a child. I'm not like an angry person, but um, you know, I would I I fuck it, I'll <laughs> say it. I kind of a short temper. You know, just if I get ir- I'm irritable, you know, but at times I could express that frustration. Uh, I could express that frustration and it's a little off putting. So just I need to do shit like that is what I'm trying to say. So I just go decompress, deconnect with the world, enjoy my time with nature, look at the squirrels, read my book, mind my business, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, that happens. I, uh, I got all of my I got some court I got some court dates set up so to to elaborate on the other stuff I'm going I talked to my I talked to my attorney he's paid he's on the books hey. and we are going out there Thursday so when we get when we get out there Thursday uh hopefully we can bang it all out in one visit and get everything done and then when we get it all done then i'll be one step closer to being able to be you know be not uh, a fucking criminal you know what i'm saying so i mean we appreciate your honesty 
and your willingness to share where you are <laughs> through your legal process. We where? wish you all the best and have you in our prayers. Where? In the yeah, because hearts. Yeah, because here in Suffolk County, basically, did I? I don't know how much in detail I went into this on the podcast, but short story was in Suffolk County, uh, which is where I live on Long Island. Uh, you basically, I have suspensions for failure to appear for tickets, right? So it's not suspended for anything crazy. No DUIs. We don't drink and drive out here. We don't do anything crazy. It was just some old failure to appear tickets from back when I was in college and I moved out of state and just shit got, you know, so old that it was a pain to deal with. So you see, and listen, nobody's judging you. I don't mean that. No, I know that. No, no, no. I'm just saying, because the reason I just, I'm clarifying is how old were you? You were young. I literally did the same thing when I was young. You think that that type of shit just gets swept under the rug and you could just not deal with it. You don't well, realize that none of that shit goes away. Yeah. And also I moved out of state for a long time. I didn't live in New York for a long time, so it didn't matter. But anyway, I'm still I'm, all right. So, yo, bro, New York is so bad. I'm afraid to cross the Canadian border through New York. I'm thinking about about driving up through Vermont instead just because I don't want to deal with New York at all. I feel you. I wouldn't want to deal with New York either. So in Suffolk County, basically, in the other counties, you just pay a fine. And basically, they put your your ticket back on the docket to go to go get your ticket. Right. Like to go to go deal with it like you would if you just got the ticket today. Right. In Suffolk County, they don't do that. In Suffolk County, you got to go see a judge. So I'm talking to the lady on the phone who's the clerk and I'm like, okay, but I can just go see the judge and say all I want to do is pay my fine to lift the suspension, and then I want you to give me a new date. She's like, well, some judges want to do everything all in one shot. I go, well, that's making me think like I need an attorney. <laughs> like, this guy could just make up his mind and decide whatever he wants to do. I'd rather not avoid that. And she just goes, like, she must get that all the time. She's like, oh, you know, it's up to your, it's your decision if you want a representation there. I was like, oh, okay, I want representation. So I make a few phone calls because I got some friends who are lawyers, but uh, they either work for a firm that does, I don't have anyone in this particular exact industry. So I got a reference of a guy who used to be a DA for the county okay. and now he's on the other side. So she, so he so knows she was people. like, so yeah. She, yeah, cause that's what you need. Cause it's all transactional, right? Especially cause it's not anything serious. Exactly. So, so she gives it to me and then I call the guy, he calls me back on Saturday. He's like, yo, my bad. You know, I was, uh, I was sick. And uh, so I'm just getting back to you today. Like, call me back anytime. So I call him back and I'm like, hey, this is the deal, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, all right, well, how is your license outside of that? Like outside of these suspensions for failure to appear, what do you got? You got some speedings, got this. I was like, no, I'm clean other than the not appearing. He's like, I don't have any points or nothing on nothing. So he was like, oh, okay, that's he. So we'll be fine. So we're going to go on Thursday and then he's going to hopefully, hopefully we can just bang it all out. One shot. Boom. Done. Uh, so then Suffolk County will be done and then I'll just be beating up this guy upstate, this lawyer upstate that I already paid. Like, yo, y'all better be cracking some skulls and get this over with soon. Which one costs more? Upstate costs more total, but not per visit. Word. Not surprised. So the lawyer down here was more expensive per visit, but I'm only mm-hmm. going to have to go one place one time. Hopefully. Uh, he said that the judge could decide that he wants to wait to see that I am taking care of the other ones. But then it's like chicken and the egg, right? It's like 
if everyone wants to wait to make sure you're taking care of shit, how do I get any shit done? So, um, I, um, so I'm going to bring, I, I'm having the law firm from upstate give me the receipt that I put them on retainer and the, uh, and the letters of representation that they sent out to the courts so that hopefully that will be enough so that it down here, I can just be like, yo dog, look, you just want my money. We know you're going to plead this down to something with some big ass fine. So bing, bang, boom, let's get this over with. You get paid. This man, his lawyer gets paid. I get the fuck out of this situation. So let's, let's make it happen. And so that's what I'm trying to do. So Thursday it'll be done. If we have to come back a second time, then, uh, the lawyer down here will be close ish, but it still won't be more, but that's cause he's got to go. The lawyer upstate's got to go to three different courts, even though they're literally all within like 10 minutes of the place where I went to college. No, well, that's a good look, man, because we can't be out here with the heat on us. We can't have one time looking for us. Can't have wanted level one star every time we cross the border into New York. Dude, I'm I'm, boy. I, I'm wanted level two stars. They just have to see me. If they see me, you know, if I like like it's gonna be good to just be done and over with and get this out from behind me. And I already decided I already decided that I'm gonna buy a truck. I'm gonna buy a truck. What kind of truck? I'm getting the Tahoe. I'm just. I, I don't want you no, to be too no, 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 that. No, I'm no, getting no, the Tahoe. No, no, I'm not no, playing no, no, with the no. Me Too. Not an SUV pickup truck. Yeah, so, you want an actual truck? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. gonna get a. I'm gonna get a Ram 1500. That's what I'm gonna Ooh. get. See, I was debating. So here's the debate. Yeah, Yo, you're gonna move to North Carolina. Get you a pickup no, truck. No, here's the thing. Be I'm shirtless move, in the summer. I'm gonna be living here, being at the beach, or like all summer long, son. Because I'm just throwing it out there. Any of our lady listeners, be ready because you go see me at the beach every day. Because you got them, we got all these drive-on beaches down here. So you got regular ass people that got to go to Jones Beach. You got to pick your stuff up out of the car. You got to walk all the way out to the beach. You got to be surrounded by all these bum ass people, shoulder to shoulder, in front of you, behind you, right, trying to get out there to the beach. You get that four by four pass, zoop zoop, down a special road. You flash the pass to the state trooper that's at there. You give him the what up sign. You drive up there, bing, bang, boom, and you back the truck up to the ocean, son. Mm. The only thing between you and the ocean is sand. Back that truck up right there, bang. And I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to spend a night. I'm going to be out there camping, sleeping with the ocean breeze, breezing into my face. Whoosh, whoosh. That's going to be my life, son. I'm going to be yeah, out I there. I feel you on and that, so, man. Because here was the debate. This is the debate I had, right? Because what, what I want, if I, was, if I was on an unlimited budget, right? If Well, not an unlimited budget. But if I was balling with more of a budget than I had now, I would want two I want a truck. I want like a, I want like a nice car and a truck so I can go to the beach, but I can only get one car. So I'm going to get the truck because the new trucks, they nice inside. I mean, they damn, you get leather seats, full touchscreen navigation, heated seats, cooled seats, heated steering wheels, double full panoramic sunroof sun. So I'm looking at the stars through the top of my car, you know, you get all that stuff. But what I really want is the Audi A7. But then part of me was like, you buy the Audi A7 and then all you can do is like stunt. You're just like, yeah, I got an Audi A7, right? Yeah, and that's I cool. know what you mean. Yeah. But then I went, if I get a, if I get a four wheel drive truck, it unlocks all this other stuff that I can do going right. out to the beach and all these other things that I, that I can't do without it. So that's exactly. why as, as much as I want the A7, I'm, I'm a cop that truck. That's the move. 
So I'm gonna cop that truck as a reward to myself for getting my license all squared up because it's gonna cost me. I mean, lawyers. Oh yeah. They ain't giving them lawyers away. You know what I'm saying? They, I hear you, man. They ain't. They, this ain't pro bono. This work ain't pro bono. I'll tell you right up. No, nah, definitely. <laughs> Yo, but one thing I wanted to say for sure, just for the listeners out there, um, you know, and this isn't a knock on you, get your truck, because I want an SUV, as we were just talking about, and this, this concept applies to it, too. Whenever you get an all-wheel drive vehicle, always be putting some paper to the side, because when you need tires, you need four expensive tires. It's just usually how it hits you. You can expect a 900 to an $1,100 bill each time you need tires. And uh, some people get blindsided by that when they own a truck. And uh, I just, my buddy owns a truck. And the only reason why I'm bringing that up is just because he was blindsided by it. And I was like, oh, nah, I used to sell tires. I know them shits get pricey. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the uh, same for little tires, too. You get a nice whip that has small tires, and it's the same thing. The The only people that don't get hit with expensive tires is regular whips. Like well, you get, yeah, you know, my, so for example, I drive an Acura, but my car is front wheel drive. So, A, if I want to replace two tires at a, t- at a time, I can do that. I mean. And on, absolutely. Because it's not, I when mean, it's all wheel drive, you, they won't even do that on an all wheel drive car because the car won't ride even. The ride will be rough. It would just, you, you'd feel it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's not the point that I was making. The point that I was making, a perk tire. You know, on some, like, for example, my boy has a Civic. He'll get new tires, 90 bucks a tire, 85 bucks a tire, new. You know? Of course, the brands vary. I can't tell you which brands he's buying at that price, but on a truck, you could be spending 250 a tire. Easy. You want those snow tires? Forget about it. Like, 300 and some change per. I mean, you really yeah. should be slop. You really should be rocking snow tires out where we're at anyways. You're upset. Snow it yeah. out here. You should nah, be rocking yeah, still tires regardless. But um, it's not even a knock. It's just at any time you own a depreciating asset that requires maintenance, like don't expect to make money on your car. <laughs> you know, people that like like say, oh, yeah, if you buy a car, you could always sell it. It's like no, no money, make money, no money, you exactly. money on every car. It depreciates as soon as you buy it. And then every time you use it, it goes down on top of what you're going to put into it for you. Anyone who thinks that they're going to make money on a car is just a fucking idiot. That's not how cars work. Unless you buy in like, unless you like the exclusive guy that gets like one of 25 Bugattis and then you bought it for a million. And now because there's only four of them and you leave that shit in your warehouse, it's 2.5 million now, like five years later. But that's different. A regular person. Have you seen Jay Leno's car collection? Yeah, but that's, I mean... He's also Jay Leno, so by him owning a car, his appreciate, it appreciates. Yeah. It, at, yo, it's so weird how some of that shit works. Like, how art, art value... Oh, art art is money like laundering the, for rich people. Like, I that's think what, so, too. 100%. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, that's, just, that's not even like a conspiracy. That's not even like a joke. Like, like that's what it is. Like Because it makes no sense. It's like, this painting is worth $2.6 million. And it looks like every other fucking painting you've ever seen. Like, but yes. hey, maybe I don't have an artist's eye. Or it's money laundering, which is what it really <laughs> is. Like, that's what it is. I mean, the same thing. We were talking about this when we went out. We were saying something about uh, we were we were out. It was a few of my friends. One of my friend had his wife. His wife was there. And so we were sitting there talking. And um, 
she said something about how like some um some nail salon by where she works like just got pinched for uh for like uh sex trafficking you know because they was they was giving out rubbing tugs in the massage and i was like yeah how many thing how many people you think get foot massages like all those places is money laundering for sex work and drugs like what are you talking about same thing for like nail salons like how you think they stay alive like there's one and there's a bar in the town that we were out in i don't want to get too hot box too specific but there's a bar where there's fucking nobody in there there's zero zero people in there all the time they have like one bartender there's nobody ever in there and uh and that shit is that shit is right it's like a prime location they just put in no effort, so it's like dead ass empty in there all the time. And it's right. like, yo, they're paying like eight thousand dollars a month in rent. Who do you, no one can afford to just burn that unless they just really don't care and they're that rich. But then why even come and like turn it on every day? It's like because they're faking <laughs> the money, you know? Yeah, I'm not arguing I'm not arguing at all, man. Yeah. Um it's crazy how we ended up talking about sex trafficking and money laundering but uh um, no i'm just saying with uh, that's just what not nah, we out here we were saying art, we were yeah. saying art was money laundering i was like so is so is fucking nail salons and all that stuff so many of those things man it's like cash businesses that's how they do it you do some illegal shit and then you just put it in the cash till you know pizzerias then, used to be big ones like that but they that's where they used to run numbers out of all oh, the pizzerias yeah, you'd run numbers yeah. out of that i mean they they probably still do but to some degree yeah everything is dying off though organized crime what, what let me stop because i'm not into that so i'm not going to speak like an expert but yeah when you just look at it overall just in general you do see a decline in like high level of activity i mean i mean the cartels don't know still exist that. and they're do no i'm not saying that it's so as far as like, you know, you, I read a lot of books, right? So you read about books of like Dutch Schultz in the thirties, or you even read about, you know, guys like Malcolm X and what they were doing when they were coming up or just, you know, I read Iceberg Slim Slim's book and just the details of the stuff that were happening in the forties and fifties. A, you realize not, not, not much is new. There's nothing really new under the sun. So, for example, somebody's grandmother was doing blow in 1946. And you know everything else that comes with that. You feel what I'm saying? It's just the reality of it. You would read these stories and you see the truth behind that. But outside of that, when you take a look and you just see <laughs> just like all the gambling spots and illegal activities that were so accessible in these small cities, well, these large cities like Milwaukee, Cleveland, New York City, all over the place, um, you know, you don't see that anymore. Like how many underground illegal gambling spots are there now? You far in between, but not as many as there used to be is what I'm trying to say. I mean, I say. don't, I yeah. don't know that. Like, I don't know. I don't have like a statistical number. I'm just saying, I don't think that a lot of that's gone. I'm pretty sure just it, it's all there. I mean, when we was in college, I know two bars you could walk into, just walk into straight up and just place your sports bet. Like just right there out in the open. Yeah. I you know one of those in. locally here where there's a whole back room. <laughs> they got machines and everything. That's what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't know that it's, I don't know but that it's less. Or people are going to make the, their money. At least you know? the way the books seemed like, uh, it was like, that was so common back then. The after hour spot. It was just a different time though. You know, there weren't, there was, it wasn't so easily, easy to get caught. You know, there wasn't FBI bugs. 
the fingerprints, you know, just became new and you got to look through a card catalog for like a hundred hours. Yeah, it was for just sure. a different time, you know? Yeah. Would you yeah. have been a criminal in 1926 knowing what you know now? Listen, I wouldn't want to be alive in 1926 because dudes was barely showering <laughs> out there. So fuck that heyday shit. You know what I'm saying? Like people always look at that back in the day and they're like, oh, I can't imagine what that was like. It's like, dude, they barely had soap. What are you talking about? That's actually right now I can have any question and I can just look it up true. on my phone. Yeah. I can just look it up on my phone. Like now is the best time to live that's ever existed ever. Like, I agree with that. Every day. If you're hungry, than... you get in America specifically, there's paved roads everywhere. If you want a cheeseburger, all you got to do is make a dollar forty six. <laughs> Not legit. Yeah, McDonald's that's what I'm Yeah, it's like no. There's a lot of ways to survive, um, and I don't disagree with that. Yo, this weekend, right? So you know, I was doing a lot of things that I like to do. So I ended up playing ball, right? And while I was playing ball, I was um going to the basket and some kid fouled me pretty hard i'm feeling that till this day i ain't feeling that was what three days or two days ago mm-hmm. yo Conti, i'm just not the same man it's like what i was saying about tom brady before the fact that he gets hit and gets back up at 42 it's a different breed of human being man because yeah, i'm man, pretty sure he's icing himself for a week it's crazy well i mean we pretended that Tom Brady and everyone else in the NFL ate on illegal supplements that you and I just can't go pick up because, I mean, They're that's what it is. Punch. That's really what it is. Yo, as much as I love LeBron James, I think he uses some form of PED. Everyone does. They can't not. Like, you're a billion-dollar brand. Like, what are you talking Of course you are. So I was re- – there's this documentary like, on Netflix. I don't know if it's Netflix. Uh, some dude was telling me to watch it about that, and it was just explaining what you were just about to say, basically, how – it's overlooked for certain players. Like, what would you do right now if you found out Jordan was on PEDs his whole I'd career? I'd be like, no fucking shit. Like, what, what of course they are. These, like, all these athletes are like, like, it's just what can you do to not get caught? Like, that's mm. what the move is. Like, it's just, it's too, it's too much money. You're telling me that, like, if I'm an NBA player, right? You're talking about the difference between being a role player who gets like a minimum contract and just being an average guy is hundreds of millions of dollars now in today's me world you ain't yep. gonna pay a doctor a thousand uh, like a few thousand bucks uh a month 10 grand a month you know five grand a month to put you onto some shit and monitor your blood work like what do you t- of course you are like what do you of course you are like that's <laughs> like that's how it works you know it's just no i feel and that's why i i don't mean to i'm not trying to take away because it's like you said they all are to some degree but i think it's too hard to explain the level that lebron could play at with the same athleticism that he's had when he was 18 like i watched lebron james a lot and he slowed down a, not even a half step it's like a quarter of it's like a quarter of a step slower than he was when he was young but he's still jumping out of the gym doing the same dunks and he's stronger now he's bigger and stronger it's like his i don't want to say anything specific because i don't want to call anything bad on the man so i mean i'm just happy that he's injury free like look at every single okay not every single right because i'm sure there's some exception to the rules 
but look at the large majority of players when they get into their second league, second year of whatever league they're in, right? Look at what's his face. The guy that was on the Knicks that now they traded to, uh, what's it called? To uh, Dallas. Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Look at how much muscle that man put on. You telling me he wasn't <laughs> lifting weights overseas? They don't have weights over there? What, they have some new breed of chicken? There's some new protein shake that this guy's on? Come on, son. No, he you was a skinny add, kid. Yeah, he you was can't a add 40 kid. pounds of muscle in a summer just because I'm trying hard. Come on, son. Like, get the fuck out of here. Who believes this? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you wasn't trying in college. Like, you just didn't have the money for it. Now you got the money. So the doctors come and go, yo, you think you're trying hard? How about I give you 3x the results for the same amount of effort you're putting in right now? And you go, yep. And that's what you do. You fucking take that shit. Like, what? Like, of course. You know who looked like they were on PEDs this weekend? Your boy Aaron Rodgers. Good. I hope he is. I hope he fucking plays till he's 50. I hope he's pumping everything that he can through his body right now. Like nah, that boy is. was hot though. You didn't see he had like what? Perfect QB rating? Yes. 423 five, yards. Five touchdowns and he ran for one. Yeah. Yo, that That's... boy was hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They uh yeah. He's uh he's out there. 35, son. He's 35. He's and he's throwing to nobodies. Literal nobodies. People. He's throwing touchdowns to people that nobody knows who the fuck they are. <laughs> I could not name any of the receivers on the Packers. The only That's one, nothing. The only, the only one you can name besides Jimmy Graham, who's the tight end, who's who's, who's not really sucks. doing anything. Who sucks. Exactly, he sucks. And we're paying him ten million dollars. Get rid of this motherfucker. But the problem is, the only wide receiver on the team that's good is Devonte Adams. Right? They have. So many injured wide receivers, but even then, they got Marquez Valdez Scantling, <laughs> MVS, right? MVS is what everybody calls him, who started in, I don't know, I think this is his third year. This might be his third year, I think. Stats. I think this is, no, this is his second year. Last year, he was a rookie, right? He was drafted in the fifth round, right? Then we got Alan Lazar, okay, who was not drafted, okay? And you got Jake Kumaro, who is in his second season and also, I don't believe, was drafted. Like, these are the players that Aaron Rodgers is throwing to. Like, I know that they ramped up the defense and I'm happy that they picked up Zadarius Smith and they've been putting and they and they got Adrian uh, Amos from the Bears. So I'm happy that they've done work on the defense. But Jesus Christ, can we get this guy another wide receiver? Like you got all these wide receivers on teams with dudes who can't throw to him and you got Aaron Rodgers throwing to fucking bubs. And I know that the I know that the ownership is probably like, yeah, look how good he's doing with these guys. We can buy players in other positions. No, buy him another wide receiver. We'll score 100 points. What are you talking about? Like, stop making this man stand on top of his head every game to try to carry this team to victory. They've burned so many years, so many years of his skill. From riding just, the bench behind Favre, from, but he did no, learn. No, 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 no. Riding the bench from Favre was yeah. good. Right? Got that him was where fine. he is. I got to give, uh, I gotta give yeah. some of his cr yeah. uh, ability credit to that. Yeah, um, and... 
but like but now but, they like yeah from the ages of what 30 to 33 y'all weren't really doing much that's what i'm saying Super Bowl at what like, 28 29 like that's what like he like it's just it's so they just wasted so much time they wasted God, that was so 10 fucking years ago he won that shit when he was like 26 27 bro yeah he won that shit 2010 yeah 2010 it was against the it was against the uh, Steelers. Yo, fuck the Steelers. I feel you, but yeah, they uh, yeah. I mean, fuck the Steelers. I'm fine with anyway. that. Anyway, but yeah, so they PK, won in uh, my fault. Yeah, yeah. No, they won in 2010. But that's the part that's insane. It's just like they wasted so much time. It's like yo, you got dudes like AJ Green on the on the no win Bengals, son. Trade a he's in his last he's in his last year. Trade a fucking fourth round draft pick for this man. What are you doing? Like, come on, let's do something about this. Rent him for a year. Do something. Go all in. Get get another wide receiver, another person that can just catch the ball. Like, we're just wasting this time. The defense is good. The offense is starting to kick now. The new head coach's offense is starting to kick. It's like, let's let's go in. Let's double down. Especially because the NFC is like it's really just the Saints would be the only team that I'm like, they're they're good this year, you know? It's like, I don't yeah. know what other NFC team I would be nervous about outside of the Saints, you know? I mean, honestly, it's kind of like with the Big Fish, a.k.a. Avelio. I'm not going to say his last name, although I should. Yeah, don't. Uh, You know, he was saying that it's kind of lame how it's really the same sports across all, I mean, same sports, same teams, you know, that are kind of going to be going to the championship rounds of, you know, the major sports. Um, but that's Especially but that, for the NFL, kind of. We'll, we'll go ahead, my bad. I was just going to say, but that's because certain team owners care and other ones don't. Like, the Jets will never be good. When Woody Johnson and the Johnson family owns the team. I feel that way, same way about Mike Dolan and the Knicks. Yeah, they, that's the same thing. The Knicks will never be good with Dolan. It's just what it is. So keep having your blind is loyalty to these Dolan owners. Or is that it don't, James Dolan? It's James Dolan. James Dolan go. was the guy. Yeah. It's like keep having your blind loyalty to this team that's owned by a guy who literally, literally tells you to your face every year. I don't give a fuck about you. Keep paying me. Like that's what that that's what that, that's what he says to you. I say now this to, I, I say this to the big fish every year. You don't have to be a Jets fan when they keep telling you to your fucking face, fuck you by the jersey. Fuck you by the jersey. Fuck you by the jersey. Like that's what they do to you every year. Every year they say no, it. No, I can't say that. Cause back in 08, when I really thought the NFL was something magical, you know, I feel like the going into the early, the late 2000s, moving into the 10s, the NFL, it was just great football being played. And the Jets had a team. Revis, I'm going to say it, Mark Sanchez. But it was and really that defense. And then they went to the AFC Championship two and years then, in a row. And then what happened? They kind of sucked ever since. No, they picked up Tim Tebow when they had Sanchez. Is that what they did? And then oh, yeah. Woody Johnson kept making... Brett Favre um, went there too, bro. Holy yeah, but that was shit. after Brett Favre was super old, and they already yeah. burned out fucking Mark Sanchez. Oh but you had, God. but you got to remember that. Don't forget that 
that he ruined that team by picking up Sanchez and I mean picking up uh Tim Tebow off the off the Broncos and then after the Broncos he wasn't on the Broncos he went to the Jets and then he forced uh Oh, fuck, what the fuck is Rex Ryan? He forced Rex Ryan to play him. So then he would play him, but then it would be like they would use both quarterbacks. So they would have like Mark oh, yeah, Sanchez in for the first yeah, two things. And then they would put Tim Tebow like, in on a third and long. And he's going to try to run. And neither of them could get any rhythm. So don't forget, they did good. And then he still fucked it up. Yeah, that's legit. Right. That's what I'm saying. So like, so like that was still the owner fucked it up. So like, it's just, it's just, they just fucked it up. Yo, I kind of have to bring this point up because I just thought of it based on the conversation we were having moments ago. Uh I, I don't mean to expose it as this, but this is what I have to call it because I have no hard evidence or fact, but I think there's a conspiracy in the NBA where High-level rookies, top picks with great athleticism. I think they sit them out their first year. I look at guys like Ben Simmons. I look at what's going on with Zion Williamson. This is the second time Zion's sitting out with a quote-unquote knee injury. Well, he had surgery. Um, right? Yeah, now he had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they do these surgeries not because their injuries be like more preemptive because, you know, you take a look at what happened. With, here's, here's why it's a conspiracy theory. Cause like I said, there's no fact, but you're going to see the point that I make in a second. You go back to 2009. Blake Griffin's the number one pick. That's the year I graduate high school and I go to college. Blake Griffin was killing it. I remember he was killing it. You get what I'm saying? He was picked number one in 2010, my bad. So I'm in college watching Oklahoma. I don't watch college basketball, but he was so electrifying fine when he played for Oklahoma. He was just dunking that ball. Same thing that he does in the NBA, but you know he's doing it against 18-year-old kids growing up to be lawyers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so kind of like you look at Zion Williamson's highlights, school it's like who is he playing who the fuck is he playing it was kind of funny but anyway i digress you take a look at what happened with blake griffin he gets injured that year the same way zion got injured you get what i'm saying like it's a legitimate injury for blake griffin's situation people were actually scared he wasn't going to come be and be able to play in the nba at all he blew out his acl in practice or something like that same thing that happened with ben simmons he blows his leg out in practice like and then you take a look at, I forgot, I had a whole notes. I'm blanking right now because I don't have my notes in front of me. But it seems like everyone's trying to avoid Derrick Rose from happening again. Because that style of play is in. That shir- herky-jerky, super athletic. And you look at the fragility of Derrick Rose's knee. And then when you read about what the micro, whatever it's called, the micro surgery that they're doing, the micro fracture, where they put little fractures into your knee to strengthen it. You know, I think they're just trying to do that surgery on as many people as they can to get them up and running. And um, I was, I forgot who it was, but I remember Shannon Sharp also kind of made a hint towards that as well. He's like, what's going on with that? I feel like everybody's blowing out their knee all of a sudden. 
And it's like, yo, it could just be modern sports medicine. Feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I feel like saying that that's a conspiracy is like a disservice to the word conspiracy. I think mm-hmm. that it's like Tommy John surgery. It's like in the in the in in baseball with pitchers. It's like if you tear your elbow a little bit back in the day, you could have just played and a player a few years ago would have just sat with this knee injury. They would have just sat and then just been on the bench for a few weeks and then came back. But now we know that if we go in there and we do this surgery, you'll come back stronger. So since you're going to have to sit anyways, why don't we just do this surgery? Like that's, that's just what it is. Right. But I mean, the reason why I would say it's just a conspiracy is I don't see why the NBA just doesn't say that. Like this is more preemptive. Well, but it's not preemptive. They have an injury. It's just, you can do the surgery while you have the injury, it will repair it and make it stronger. Like, I don't know if that's like, are they well, not, not saying that? Like, I don't, cause like, no, like what I was going to say is like, I don't think some of these injuries are like, I don't want to call them actual injuries, but it's like, you know, I hate to say it, the NBA, they definitely doctor up their injury report, you know? So for example, this is, just to make this point about how they changed their injury report. We all know Kevin Durant blew his ACL in the finals, right? I kid you not. When he first got injured, I was watching the game where he got injured, not the second time where he blows out the ACL, but where they called it a calf strain. Yeah. I was like, that is not that man's calf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, so was everyone. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's not his calf. I was like, that's the ACL. He has a problem. But they didn't want to rule him out. They wanted to keep him on the charts and available for the finals. Correct. Right? They wanted to do that. Now, they called it a calf strain, had nothing to do with his calf. Yes. So where I'm going at with this is certain players, I think the Ben Simmons injury wasn't a real injury. I think they just noticed, because they even did it with Steph Curry. They'll be like, no, we don't like the way you run. You have to change the way you run or else you're going to really injure your ankles. Like, you got to, like, I know you might not be um, fully up on what I'm talking about, but all these things are true if you take a look into each individual player and the things that they were going through when they were developing. But if you were to read about Steph Curry's uh, story coming up, they actually didn't even want, they actually didn't want him in the NBA. But the fact that he even plays in the NBA is a straight up miracle. But, you know, they just had to change a lot of things about the way he literally played the game of basketball in order to keep him healthy. And that's why the fact that he became a two time MVP is just fucking awesome. But I digress on that. Um, Going back to what I was saying, like you look at the Ben Simmons injury, like I was even having this conversation with Gio. I think they sit these players out, do sometimes they do surgeries on them or sometimes they just let them develop because, you know, with with everything that they have in the NBA now, what their biggest issue is investing in all these guaranteed contracts and people not being able to play. Like you said, role players are getting hundreds of millions of dollars, like 120. They're not trying to blow top money for no reason when it's this bad when it's valued this high you get what i'm saying yeah yeah i just don't know that that's a conspiracy like i don't think that like i don't know that they're uh, i mean i guess we'll just die like leave it what it is i just don't i just don't i don't think that that's yeah, I might be like using the wrong co- word. I don't know yeah, what like, else to call like it. I don't pre-empted. have any fact. Yeah, it's not like a secret. Any... Like, like that's the part I don't understand. Like a conspiracy implies that they're like being secretive about it. It's like that's what. It, well, that's guy... exactly. They're the, they kind of are. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, I think that they're not trying to just call it what it is. 
they're what it is is they're sitting players, whether it be for a year, whether it be for six months or a, a half of a season, just trying to get them more acclimated to the NBA. But and why also, wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they just do that right after they draft them? Then why wouldn't they? Like why would they wait for Zion Williamson to be like three days before the season starts? They've been like doing the, this. This all started with the preseason. He played two preseason no, games. No, I know, but he didn't have the surgery out. until this week, right? So, yeah. like, why wait if it's a like a giant conspiracy and it's not just him deciding if he wants to have a like a uh, if him deciding if he wants to have a surgery that will help him long term. In his particular case. That 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 could apply. I'm not even trying to, you know, get too off in the weeds and on that. But on the flip side of it, when you look at the other patterns that I tried to map out prior to it with other players, you see a consistent thing throughout the league where it's like, I think that's just what they're doing with young players. You know, I don't think like you've seen it on any given Sunday, withholding information, giving false information. I don't want to accuse anybody of doing like I ain't a shit, but you could tell a kid that his knee is fucked up when his knee isn't fucked up to the degree that you're telling him or even really fucked up oh, at all. So but you, you just want to make that it stronger. Faking it to the players to get them to have the surgery? Like the players don't know? I'm not trying to accuse it. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> That's now wild. now so you're like, way like, up. I don't know. No, bro. No but way. you just it's take like a look. It's like preemptive, like It's like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Preemptive. Preemptive surgeries because they it's, have the ability to make your knee strong. Correct. They just have that ability. You know, I think that they're kind of just messing with that a little. And what what brought that to my attention was when I heard Shannon Sharp make the joke. And I don't know who else I heard, you know, basically saying the same thing. I don't want to say it was Shaq. It, I, it probably was, though. It was probably one of the guys on Inside the NBA and, or Chuck. But it was along the lines of like, yo, but why is everybody getting hurt? You know, before the season even starts, everybody's going down to practice. All of a sudden, they're coming back, jumping twice as high. And it's like, you see that, right, Chuck? That's what it, That's exactly how the shit went down. And I was like, yo, I feel you. Like, how is it that Blake Griffin goes down, comes back, jumping out the gym? Five years ago, that surgery, you out of the league. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Now, don't get me Modern wrong. Modern medicine is yeah, better. I agree with that. Absolutely. <laughs> Not, but where he was, where where he was going at is when you just see it happening to a lot of like, like the list goes on and on and on. Where you just see it with all of these higher level picks, and it's like, well, what are they doing? You know, are they just having these surgeries to make them better players long term? When there's nothing really wrong with them, but it's just like, yo, if you want to be able to play for fifteen years and you want to be able to keep jumping like that, get this microfracture surgery. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't disagree with any of that. I just disagree with saying that, like, they're, like, pretending that it's not that. Whatever. We talked about this for long enough, so. Yo, that other dude, he died this week. I don't even know his name, that boxer. R.I.P. to that dude, man, because these guys go out there and they really risk their lives. And that's why I get so frustrated when people say, oh, boxing isn't what it used to be. I just think more so people just don't focus on it. No, I think the people, athletes are just as good or if not better. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah, boxing is what it used to be. There's just more stuff now. So people are just there's more things to care about. That's what it is. It's just like not everything is a big spectacle. It's like 
you got you got Triple G, you got Canelo, you got uh oh, what's his name? Uh the Gypsy King, uh Tyson Fury, you got um you got Tyson Fury, Anthony How did you Joshua. Not say the bronze bomber. Well, I'm getting to it. I was trying to the because uh, uh, a gypsy king was coming <laughs> at me. But you got Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. You got Triple G. You got Canelo. Like you got plenty of boxing. Anyone who says boxing isn't what happened to boxing is just not paying attention to boxing. Like they're just casual people. People that just uh, like who maybe would have watched a Mike Tyson fight. They're like, oh, there's not as much hype. Like that's because there was three fucking channels when Mike Tyson was fighting people. Right. So like so like everyone watched a Mike Tyson fight because there was three fucking channels on television. Like you would watch it like, well, maybe there was like 30, but whatever. You know what I mean? There was just no, less. It was a stuff different time. I agree time, with you right? wholeheartedly. So it's like boxing is just as good, you know. But how you not know who Tiger Woods is, though? Going back to that episode, I don't give a fuck if there was more than there's a thousand channels. Those little kids, how they not know who Tiger Because Tiger but... Woods ain't been good since they've been alive. It's just like, so fucking crazy to me. Tiger Woods was literally everywhere. The Wheaties box, every yeah. advertisement. When they were not alive. Before their parents probably alive. even met. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. But then you look at it, right? You know, we don't know who Joe Namath is. Well, we I know mean, who yeah, he a, is. a regular person wouldn't you know get, who You Joe get is. what I'm saying? Like, yes. but you know exactly what I mean. So it's all relative, you know? Yeah. It's all about perspective, but... I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and when he was interviewing Mike Tyson and he had to let the world know. It's like, listen, no, there was one point in time where this man that I'm talking to was treated like a legitimate God. You could not go anywhere and not see Mike Tyson, a billboard, a commercial. I want to be Mike Tyson. Like that was it. He goes, you were the youngest world champion ever heavy heavyweight world champion ever and then you just look at mike tyson now and he tries to be like a civilian and then you hear stories about how he used to be it's just complete comedy you guys should check that episode out it was a really yeah. good episode i mean that's yeah that's that's what the deal is like like it's just back then like that's the thing is like there's just there's more average famous people but there's less gigantic superstars you know that's that's what it is what's up with the name mike in the 80s though you know michael jackson mike tyson michael jordan they were just the biggest names in everyone's house and they dominated their fields yeah i mean yeah there's it was a popular name yeah, I'm just saying, you know, they, they they made a joke about that on the podcast, too. I thought that was funny. Weird. A lot I of, wasn't uh, even alive in the 80s, Conti. I didn't take my first breath until the early 1990s. Yeah, see, I was born in 88, so that's how, that's how, the, that's what the move was. That's what the move was. <laughs> well, I appreciate that move being made because it made this podcast possible. Yes, that is true. Ah. <sighs> Yeah. Yes, so you're, Oh, I was just going to say, so your boy, uh, so we'll finish on this one. I got one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, allegedly, now, I don't know if I believe this, right? It might just be his people, but, uh, but um, allegedly, um, 
Takashi Six Nine is going to get a ten million dollar uh, record deal when he gets out. Oh yeah, that surprises you. I'm no, just asking. No, I'm asking. No, you. Yeah. no, that doesn't surprise me. It surprises me that people. It surprises them. Like people are like, "Can you believe that? Yo, he's gonna come out and put out fire beats and just changes things to just being about how he told on everybody. Like you stupid. You thought I was gonna go to jail for these people. You stupid. With the blicky ah, uh, uh, that's exactly what he's gonna be doing out there, putting out on fire beats, and he they go make that ten million dollars back quick. Like that's exactly what it's gonna be. Yes, there are tons of kids that will still pay to go see a six nine concert, especially now that he's getting out of jail. Yeah. Um, the music industry always goes where the money is. And where the money isn't is not in album sales. Let's face it, most of you subscribe to a music service, if you even do that. But most of the music that you listen to is streamed. Some people still support individual artists and in buying albums. But if you go 20,000 in your first week, those are good numbers nowadays. So they literally have come up with an algorithm to to uh, equate streams to album sales to mess with those numbers. The point being is this. The music industry knows where it makes its money. It's merchandise, and it's also selling shows. So 6 9 will be an attraction to all music festivals, to his own concerts. He'll be able to go overseas. His name has been in the news. They're going to use full, they're going to take full advantage of the situation completely. My only concern is what's going to happen to the dude now that he's accessible. You know, does the budget just, <clears throat> is the budget tripled? Because he's going to cost a lot of money in security. I don't know, man. Probably not. Like, Yo, bro, they got some hardcore killers out there that he put away. Like yeah, that shit is in not New a York, joke. I don't know that. I don't. I don't know, man. Yeah, he like I moves mean, to L.A. Like lives in the Hollywood Hills, or just goes somewhere else. Like, like what? Like I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's touchable in Atlanta. I mean, yeah, but he was touchable before when he was telling everybody to suck his dick and no one could touch him. Like they kidnapped that man, but his own people Had him did. Calling the guy, his girl but his own people did. That was his own people, not any outside people. That's where this whole thing came from. You think that those people don't have people still on the street? No, but what I'm saying is it was his own people. And the only reason why they got close enough was because they were his own people. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that was not like a random person that ran up on it. Or like what it would be have to be now. It'd be a random person. He ain't got no friends now. Everyone no, that he not seen a way. Payroll. I seen the way uh um Leah Harvey Oswald got shot. That's still possible. Yeah, of course it is. But it was what I'm saying is it was possible before. Like, oh yeah, not nah, wholeheartedly, but he I was mean, standing in Chicago he, telling Chief Keep to he, suck his dick. You don't think that those people did want to shoot a him? Then? Violence for being. I, I mean, they were the attorney suggested witness protection for this man at one. Yeah. So there's a threat to his life. They would not do that in the court system if it wasn't. Yeah. Being that he was scheduled to testify against people who were currently locked up, meaning that these people that he sent to jail were still a threat 
are still considered to be a threat from behind bars. Yes. As far as society's concerned. So as a label, you're a businessman. Would you invest $10 million without wanting to secure your asset? I didn't Hold say on. that I didn't want to nah, secure man, the asset. Honestly, I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying well, that it's not going to be three times security. the amount. Yeah. That's all I'm not saying. True. It's not going to be three times the amount. It's going to be the same shit from before. It's just it's going to be another group of people that are mad at him now. I mean, he stood in Chicago side. on Chief's Keith blocks and said, suck my dick to Chief Keith." Like, what do you like? It was the same. It was like he was he was plenty outrageous and plenty of people Mm. were trying to get him beforehand. I don't know that adding a specific group of the bloods now that he put into jail makes it now an exponential growth of difficulty to secure him. You secured him before, like you just keep up the same thing. And you know what? If he gets fucking shot, if I'm the label, great. That's Hopefully what I was going to say. I own on the flip all this stuff. Like, what do yep. you like? It's like, worth more dead, believe it or not. If he makes hit records, take a look at Bad Boy, Puffy and Diddy. Puffy eats off all those records. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it doesn't, they don't give a shit. They really don't. They shouldn't. Yeah. It's a business. Fact, I'm going to invest 10 million. Would, I'm going to give you $10 million. Wouldn't. I'm going to want more than $10 million back. That's how this oh, works. Yeah, Otherwise, you just drop it yourself. Right. You need my ten million dollars because you want the promo. So if you're going to take my ten million dollars, I want ten million dollars back. So you put the regular security at him. But like, I mean, he'd be all right for the most part. You know, you know, what's so crazy about this whole situation, though? What is when you like we discussed on the last podcast, when you just hear the details of what he went through. It's almost obvious that um he was taken advantage of in every shape or way form possible. It was full blown extortion. Like Yeah. I mean they the were taking like from the first hit record ongoing. Yeah. It's just awful, man. Dude, if you look at his old they videos, were, they were like... They were definitely doing that shit to Chris Brown at one point. No, they're doing that shit to Chris Brown right now, today. <laughs> right oh, now. Yeah, we said this on the last podcast. Dude, he throws yeah. up his blood. It's like, dog, you've been dancing, you've been dancing to R&B songs since you were like 16. I was no in fucking the ninth grade, yeah, You're man. out here going, touch. Uh, uh, uh. Like, no, I remember his touch? first record, Give Me That, with Lil That's Wayne. what I'm saying. Shit was hard. But what I'm saying is, is you are not a blood. What are you doing? What is this? Right? He's in Drake's video and everybody on his side is wearing red. And it's like, what are you doing, dude? What are you? What are you doing? Who are you trying to pretend like you are here? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what's just bigger poser? Him? That's what I'm saying. Or Soldier Boy? That's a good question. Who is a bigger poser? Chris Brown or Soldier Boy? That's you tough. It's Soldier Boy. That's tough. But I think Soldier, Soldier Boy. takes the cake. Just it's Soldier because Boy, he but that's because Soldier so Boy was hard. out here. But that's because Soldier Boy was out here pretending like he invented a video game console. If that shit didn't happen, I would say Chris Brown is the biggest one. But his latest shit that Soldier Boy did were pretending he inv- <laughs> well, invented yeah, the a video AliExpress game console. Fucking... Dude, it was yeah, it was an exact AliExpress <laughs> console. He was like, "This the Soldier console I've been working on development." <laughs> Dog, I can go on AliExpress and buy that shit right now for twenty nine ninety nine. You're trying to sell it to kids. And then the worst part is the nah, biggest piece of shit. What about when he shit... said he had a billion dollar deal? You remember no, but, that shit? But let's let's just say that the biggest piece of shit thing and i'm white and this bothered me so i don't know maybe this bothers you even worse or maybe you don't give a shit but like that piece of shit 
for you to go on like the breakfast club and be like, y'all just trying to hold down a black entrepreneur and y'all trying to stop me from shining and saying that it's not my console. No, we're just saying that you fucking being shady as fuck. That's nothing to do with the fact that you're being black and the fact that you're trying to try to get people you're trying to take advantage of people and use oh i'm black and you gotta you gotta support black entrepreneurship i'm out here doing it to be the first black ceo and this and that like no you're straight up trying to rob people for a piece of shit console i can buy on the internet like stop trying to fucking use that shit to be like oh yeah you gotta go out here like you ain't an entrepreneur if you just buy something and then I put can't, your name I can't on just let the it. white man get away with denouncing the black man right now. So I'm gonna have to just interject. No, I'm playing with you, Conti. I'm, I'm saying I wasn't denouncing. Ever. I'm no, saying just denounce playing. that yeah, bullshit. It yeah. yeah, it was a yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, all uh, I'm saying is like that's 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 so that's so disrespectful to then go and then try to complain, try to blame, like for you to try to say, oh well anyone hating on my console is trying to hold the black band and black entrepreneurship is down. It's just ridiculous. But we can go back to Chris Brown. Chris Brown, you ain't no blood. You made Kiss Kiss, son. Yo. All good records, though. It's fire. It's fire. I'm not hating <laughs> on the fact that he made Kiss Kiss. I'm saying that you ain't a blood if you made Kiss Kiss, son. Dancing at a high school when you fucking 20, so, tw when you're 20 years old. About Chris Brown, right? I heard Vlad TV on Vlad. DJ Vlad was interviewing somebody, and I don't remember who it was, but he basically said that Chris Brown is the closest thing that our generation has had to a superstar like Michael Jackson, but he fucks it up with this wannabe bad boy image. Do you agree or disagree with that? Uh, I would say that, well... I would say that we have a superstar close to Michael Jackson, and it's Justin Ooh. Bieber. Hell no. If anybody, it's Beyonce. I would say, okay, Bieber the and numbers. Beyonce. Both. They're yeah. both humongous. They're both almost untouchable. And no, I, agree. I agree that I'm Chris not trying Brown, to take anything away from Bieber. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that, like, I feel like we he's have a copycat of is... Chris Brown. No, anything Bieber could do, Chris Brown does it better. I'm not even trying to hate. I mean, that you is hate. That's hate. And I'm it's not going to let you say it's not hate. hate. It is hate. No, but here's I'm the tell thing. You hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Let me answer your I original look at question. Chris Brown, I can't not look at him. I watch his music video. It's like, yo, that man, the way he moves, it's something else. Justin Bieber is dope. He was trained by Usher. I'm a fan. Yeah, but Chris Brown's better. That's my opinion. That's fine. That's not what yeah. I said. What I, 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 I it is hated to say that like uh, 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 Justin Bieber only bites Chris Brown. That's 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 pretty hater. But anyways, let's. That's not even the topic we're talking about. What we're saying is Chris Brown could have been a superstar if he didn't want to pretend to be a thug. One hundred percent. He is a superstar. He could have been a bigger superstar. Exactly. Of and course, you look yeah. at where he's at right now. I think that he could be a and that. All right, so but yeah, it's a fucking when you, when you play he's back, so big, you, yeah, dude, the fact so that's how you, that's how great he is. He can slap a woman and no, still be allowed to sing and dance slap. in this world. Slap? Did in you this say world? slap? Did you say the he, word? He slap? fucking WWE. Yeah, he fucking yeah. WWF. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin choke slam, all that Stone Cold Stunner. Um, I agree, but and that's what I'm trying to say. He is so fucking talented that we overlook that and still let his ass sing and dance. And he has all <laughs> these negative asterisks from the tattoos, everything that he does to himself. And even Bieber got the tattoos now. So that's not even nearly as frowned upon as much in today's society. But you're getting my point. And I see why you said what you said, because when I do make a comment, 
because I was more so just talking emotionally, and that did come off a certain way where I said, "Oh, he bites Chris Brown." Yeah, Bieber has his own sound. I like I like Justin Bieber. I'm not yeah. even going to hate. I'm gonna say oh, and, that and, shit. And, on and the he wasn't even trying to compare but him. I was just saying that we've had gigantic superstars like stars, Beyonce I, and Bieber. I think. Yeah. I think we'll never know. I think that if Chris Brown played his cards differently, he would be on top of them all. You feel what I'm saying? Because yeah, he has because he's huge factor. now. Yeah, and he's still big. And the only reason he's still big is because the label's like, yo, we just can't get rid of him because this boy sells out every show. <laughs> we just, he's a fucking coked out mess, but he sells out every show. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think he beat the shit out of Rihanna. Oh, yeah, terribly. Early enough. <laughs> it was 2009. To not so be cancel culture, mm, it was. But it was powerful enough that his talent—they shut him down. If he, yes, but if he beat, if that happened today, if a star like who, who is dating another big star? Listen, right now, they now did the what industry. they did to R. Kelly to this. Let's not. Well, let me not say it like that because R. Kelly did it to himself. <laughs> yeah, what, are you, <laughs> what like, I'm what? trying to say what is you? no. What I mean is in the media. From a media standpoint, the way that you can't hear R. Kelly anywhere, like they probably going to have to if they play, I believe I can if they play Space Jam on TV, they probably won't play this. I believe I could fly song at the end. Like he is canceled. That's what I'm trying to say. He's on no radio stations. You can't do anything, anything yeah. associated with R. Kelly. That's what they did of, to Chris Brown. They did he, the same exact thing. Yeah, but that was a but it happened so long ago that he just kind of. Fade Twitter around. was around. MySpace like was now. popping. Not like now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Is that? But either way, the labels ha- were powerful enough to just be like that. Because don't forget, a few months after that, he threw a chair out the window of Good Morning America. He did that, and then he did the shit it. at probation. That's what I'm saying. Where he was wilding at. Pro- oh, he has so many things against him. We could literally look up Chris Brown criminal history, yeah. and it will be a solid eight years of work. Yeah, him just being and an asshole. And it's all bullshit. And it's, it's all him just being a spoiled too, rich right? kid that's piece of I'm shit. Saying. And it's like I don't mean to judge, but that's just what it is. And that's just emphasizing my point that yo, this man is still singing and dancing with his fucking shirt off on yeah. everyone's record. They always got Chris Brown on his feature. His album's always number one. He's fucking Chris Brown. If he actually had a clean cut image and people actually wanted to work with him and see him and like him, and he's not throwing chairs on Good Morning America, he's going there dressed nice and I don't know, doing what superstars do. Chris Brown would have taken no. the level that Usher was at when he kind of fell out of like I doing think he shit and he went behind. It. No, no, no. That's that's literally yeah. the sentence I was about to say yeah. before you cut me off was he would have taken at that level where he already was. And then because Usher kind of fell back to producing and other stuff that he got older, he would have just continued on that rocket ship, right? Because they want someone like that singing, dancing, doing R&B stuff. And he just... Every time he would try to take the rocket ship, he'd just punch somebody in the face or do something stupid. <laughs> so he would have taken that Usher train that was already headed up and just rode it all the way to the fucking moon. But instead, he just kept going I think to do stupid he, I, shit. I'm actually in full agreement with Vlad. I think he could have been bigger than Michael Jackson. I'm, I don't think anyone could be bigger than Michael Jackson. Same thing why no one can be bigger than Michael Jordan. Those people are the trailblazers that come 
once in a lifetime for a new genre, and then no one can ever surpass that because they're well, Michael Jackson the has all one. that weird shit, like but it, what and he it did doesn't to matter. his face, what he did to his skin, and, and it on top matter. of that, the allegations. And it doesn't, None and of these it people still are doesn't clean. matter. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. It still doesn't matter. All of that shit, and it still doesn't matter. No one, no one will surpass Jordan. No one will surpass Michael Jackson. These are yeah, these because, are the original like, trailblazer people the, that you just can't. I think the, right the original time. trailblazer for sports is Muhammad Ali. There is no Michael Jordan without Muhammad. We're gonna pick a greatest athlete. I know yeah, that's not now, what we're talking no, about. No one I'm said that. Like we're, we're yeah, talking I just about the NBA. I know like, I'm just I'm I'm just making a point where I'm understanding your point. Is what I'm saying. So it's like when I think about it with that logic. I see why you say those other people because they individually in their fields with Michael Jackson with music, Michael Jordan with basketball, Mike Muhammad Ali in boxing, so on and so forth. It's like these people are the bar that was set Correct. for other people to try to be great. Yep. So even if other people become greater, they only were able to because of those. And that's that always came. in the discussion of like, well, this guy did it at this time with this or whatever. It's just it's, mm. it's it's constantly something that always will be in the back of your mind. And so it's like you just got to, you know, those people, they they're they're just early and they're it's it's just the way that it. It's just the way that it works out is that they're uh, like they just they're early and they have such a high bar of talent and they bring so much media and attention to their particular field sports or like the, their particular sport, like Jordan did with the NBA where he just basically was all around the media. And also it happened to be around the time that media was expanding. All of these big people right, that we think right. of are all in that eighties <clears throat> time frame when things were starting to blow television up. So like was not you news can't television, you, you yeah, can't sports beat, television. Yeah. You can't beat a trailblazer at the, trail they blazed right like you can't like they did it so like now you can't ever surpass that like mindset of thought that that's what they're doing you know so i think that's nah, where it's... i feel you on that yeah yeah honestly i agree because i for a minute i was saying he could have surpassed them but maybe in people's pers uh, in people's perception and perspective he could never pass them because of the fact that they came for but as far as a numbers base an amount of worldwide fans base. Yeah. I think oh, he could yeah. have been competing because, if not even higher. Yeah, that's because things are more accessible now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, there's a shitload yeah. of people now that are more famous than these superstars that we're talking about now are. Like, right. there's a ton of people right now that are way more well, famous now you think than... think about Ali. Guys like Ali, Michael Jackson, they have worldwide fans, bro. Like, you think about the Thriller in Manila... Yeah, Ali no. had a whole country saying Again, his I didn't, name. I know you're going yeah, back. To Ali, just, like I said, he was. I'm just saying that people stars yeah. like that. So yeah. you take a look at Michael Jackson because we've been talking about him this whole time. He'd go perform overseas and people would fucking die. Yeah, <laughs> people but, would die when they seen him. Like he was a god. How weird yeah. is that? But there's there's a ton of things now still that still come like. You know what I mean? I'm just saying that there's like more access now. So an average person is probably. A lot, a lot, uh, like a, a a star now, not even a superstar, is a lot closer to the amount of people that know their name than, you know, than how the superstars were just because of access. Now there's like the ultra people like, uh, you know, like Jordan and and uh, Michael Jackson and things like that. And those are, you know, those are like things that you'll just never surpass based on the time that it was in. But still, I mean, it's a. Uh, 
yeah, it's a different time now. But yeah, you, you, I, either way, if Chris Brown just stopped trying to pretend that he was a blood and out there selling drugs, like my man, you had millions of dollars for years. What are you doing? Who are you? Yo, but yo, I gotta ask you a question, Conti, because okay. it's like what you were saying with the NFL, where your talent can't outweigh your fucking problems. And so what that's what does I'm saying. Chris Brown have to do. He has to be. What does he have? No, 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 no. What does he have to do for people to be like, all right, we just can't fuck with you. No he more. has to beat up another woman now, <laughs> like a second one. He has to beat. If he beats up another woman again, then that's then they. they then he won't. would be R. Kelly, basically. Correct. Where, they, be, where everyone would <laughs> drop him because twice. they couldn't. Yeah. Because at least the first time, a long time ago. There wasn't as much coverage, but those photos were bad, son. Those photos are Yo, bad. Bro, anybody, please and, look them up, and, and you can see her face. It was awful what he did to that woman. Yeah, those, those, it was bad. And so, to go back and like, yeah, that's bad. That was bad, man. That was really bad. And I, I, I don't know. He would have to do a similar thing again. He would have to beat somebody up or do something. I want to see a Chris like Brown biopic. I want to see it. His life yeah. is a fucking movie. I'd love to see it from his perspective. Yeah, that's they. That's what they would have to do. They would. He would have to beat up someone again, and that would basically shut him out. And it'd be, they'd be like, "We can't. We can't support this anymore." That's 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 what could. That's what would kill him. That. I don't think – see, the problem is that everyone – he's in this weird gray area where he's like – people know that he's like kind of a piece of shit. So like it can't be a small infraction. Like if he got arrested for selling drugs or doing blow, like no one's going to be like, oh, shit. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, no shit. Chris Brown is a fucked up idiot. But like if he beat the shit out of some a woman again or another – I think that's the only thing that kills him. I, mean, I, think, I think beating up a man is all right too, because we think that he's just a piece of shit. So they're like, "Damn, he beat up a dude." Like, of course he you did. Know, how he's a extreme piece of shit, is that? You know how extreme is that? He has to go to the to those extreme lengths to, for us to yeah. drop him at this point. He is very talented, but though, it's not and, us. Um, it's like we only we all, uh, fans and people. You know what I mean by us? Him. Yeah. It's well, for, no, it's, let me, it no, just no, means no, for I the industry to drop him. Yeah, but here's where I disagree with you on that. Fans do drop too. People are bandwagony and they kind of do yeah, things. But only to go because with it. it's in the I'm news that they're canceling exactly. them. You know what I mean? So, for so example, that's what I'm saying. They don't really cancel them. They just everyone I else remember is canceling when them. So Chris I Brown them too. was going through what he was going through in 2009. And people were legit saying, I'll never listen to another Chris Brown Dude, record. I I, and I was like, I like yo. I like excuse me, miss. Like I'm a I'm a bump that shit in my crib till I die, dude. I was sitting I was sitting outside of the Cats Den at at SUNY IT now SUNY Polytech. The Cats Den was like the late night food spot that had like a projector that was projecting TV, and you could go and get like fried foods and you know like bar foods and stuff. There was no booze there. It was just like a student. That's, yeah, campus center late yeah. night. Correct. Yeah. I was sitting outside and I remember, I'll never forget this. I know the girl's name. I'm not going to say it out here to put out government. But there was a girl that was like, I still love Chris Brown. He could punch me in the face today. And I'll never, 
I'll, that shit will never get leave my mind. I was like, are you fucking serious? I was like, That's so hilarious. because he's pretty and because he sings when dances well, you're like, yeah, he could beat me up. And she was just dead face like, yes. I was like, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know That's how to crazy. say that. Like, like I was hearing I a lot of the opposite, especially <laughs> at the time I was in high school. So I remember some of the girls that I used to talk to, their mother furious, like, oh, let's break his CDs. CDs were kind of out, you know, it was more like shit by then, but there were still CDs also. Yeah. Things like that. I just remember it. And, um, you know, that's why I don't really fuck with cancel culture because I see how it's like, as soon as they tell you the light switches on the spigots back on, you can, you know, go drink from the well, people go back and start drinking again. So I think R Kelly is a piece of shit. I think he's terrible, but step in the love, step in the name of love will be played at my wedding. If that ever happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, what the fuck do I care? He didn't beat, he didn't beat me up. So it's not even that he didn't rape me. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? When we talk about R. Kelly, cause you yeah. know, what he does is gross. You know, he's a pedophile. Let's call him what he is. Allegedly until he gets convicted. It's America. But, um, <clears throat> just going back to that, at least it's just about, <sighs> to quote Dave Chappelle, he rapes what he saves when he was talking about Bill Cosby. Yes, what he's like, talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. like, just be, what does his body of work have to do with him as an individual? If he gets locked up, isn't that his debt to society being paid? Absolutely. Why do I got to stop listening? If we found out Martin Luther King was doing something egregious, does yeah. that take away everything that he stood for? Publicly, at least? Probably. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I think about the Rick and Morty episode where they're like, we should just let him think about the jelly bean. He's what they, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what I'm talking about. No. Uh, it doesn't even matter. Um, long story short, it's like, yeah, I get it. You know, and that's a little more extreme because, you know, Martin Luther King was like standing for like, you know, that's like the LeBron thing. Tell the GM, shut up and GM. Yeah, shut up and GM. <laughs> yeah, that's, advocate that's for what you want. Yeah, and then I, I was thinking, like I was going to say something. I was going to say something. He's making music that's yeah. like, you know, music that has nothing to do with, you know, what well, he's doing. To some, some degree, R. Kelly is, stuff yeah, some of that R. Kelly like, music. I'm thinking of Step in the Name of Love, R. Kelly. Uh, now nah, you remind I mean, me of my Jeep. He was hiding in the closet. He was doing. He made a song about Aaliyah. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of that stuff was a little. AJ, nothing but a number. He wrote that album. That's Aaliyah's That's first album. So, so I think mm. R. Kelly's a bad example. I understand what you're trying to say. I just don't think that this it's is just a like, great yo, I mean, like, for you. All right. <laughs> I'm playing that music. <laughs> That's all that I'm saying. I'm not going to R. Kelly's shows. I'm not buying his albums. All his music is free for me at this point. So it's like, because yeah. I already have it. I already have it is what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm not going out there trying to support R. Kelly after all this information is released. Yeah. But why can't I still appreciate his tunes? I know some people that were worse than that, you know, not to shit on him because i think he has some good records i listen to elvis presley he's a documented racist he did not like black people i yeah. should i not buy elvis's records or should i just shut the fuck up and enjoy some good <laughs> rock and roll you i mean that's, that's what you got you can't you can't think about that stuff you just got to be like all right it is what it is man i'm just uh you know it just it is what <laughs> it is what it is you know what are you gonna do like <laughs> what are you gonna do <laughs> yep yeah. 
it is <laughs> it is what it is that's it the is what it is like yeah. so what chris brown wwe the bitch i'm gonna run it <laughs> i like his latest song though <laughs> I really I'm, do. I'm still gonna run it. And I need, I keep running. Like that's it. Like you're like, I'm still out here vibing to that. I'm still out this here. This is what's gonna that. happen. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah. It brings back high school memories for me. And I be like, For the kids that don't know Chris Brown's earlier work. Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like, like yeah, you're right. If he pays his debt to society, what does it matter? And it's like, it doesn't. But uh, but we have know. to be outraged, bro. No, we cannot enjoy that. No, 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 no. Chocolate cake is bad. On, if you on, found out chocolate cake raped me... 50 people like Dave Chappelle was saying, I, here's we got to cancel cake now. <laughs> Yo, I don't to subscribe to that anymore. So I'm just not saying, like, no. You can't tell me what, 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 what I'm canceled. So I'm, I'm checked out of that. Like, if people say that doesn't matter. I'm listening to the music. I'm checked out listening to it doesn't matter be mad you mad that's just the move no i feel you on that wholeheartedly man yeah i, I feel you 100 percent. Right. and honestly well, i'm not even mad if they don't want to work with uh you know that said person again so for example if you know a radio station says we're not gonna play his music anymore they have every right to do that bro but it's when they like try to tell me i'm a piece of shit for listening to his music it's like music's good yeah, that is true, but you can't, you can't let those people tell you that. Like, you just can't even acknowledge that they can say those words to you. Like, you can't tell me that I'm a piece of shit for liking this. Like, that can't even come into my brain. Like, I'm just. I mean, yeah, they. I get what you mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like okay. Like, I don't. I, it's, that's that's all I was saying. It's like that doesn't even fit. You, I can't let that factor into my brain. It's like, all right, you're mad. Uh, that sucks for you. But I, I think, think that's, that oh, we need okay. now. Nah, lastly, I think what would send Chris Brown away for good, it wouldn't be as simple if he beat up another woman. We'd have to see it like we did with Ray Rice. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, no, it couldn't be an accusation, but I think photos are more than enough. Yeah, because we saw Rihanna. She went to the police. She said, Chris Brown did this to me. And then you see the photos. It's like, oh, word. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The difference is Ray Rice. Oh, no, nah, we've seen him do that. Yeah, exactly. This is one of the most worst videos I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's so one like, of those videos that is so bad to look at, but you look at it a few times after you looked at it the first time. It's one of those. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like, yeah, I, you, if, if you see it, I think that's, I think he, I think he's, I think he's fucking dead in the water. I think if you see it, you're, you're fucking super dead in the water. You can't get out of that if you see it. Yes, sir. So I think that's it, man. We've been, I feel like we've been going for a long-ass time. Yeah, for real. This one has been a long one. Yeah, so uh, I think that's it. Uh, you got anything else for the people you want to end off with? I honestly think we need to play a clip of Run It. You want to end the podcast with Run It? Oh yeah, man. Okay, well here we go. So now we'll start playing Run It. We'll play a little clip from Run It here, and that's how we'll go out this episode for the first time ever. Uh, a separate song as our outro. So uh, thank y'all for listening, and uh, we out here. Peace.